Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
Make sure he's secure. We can't have him getting loose under any circumstances. This is our only shot. Please let me go. I'll do anything you want. Why, why are you doing this? The chains are fastened. He's not going anywhere. Andre, is the circle almost done? Almost there. Just a few more minutes. We need to hurry. There's no telling how long those chains will hold. Vladimir, is the brand ready? As soon as the ritual has started, I can apply the brand. Not a second sooner. Please, somebody help me! Please let me go! Let me... I will rend your skin from your bones. Boil your insides until you vomit blood, bile, and shit from your misbegotten mouths. Your family trees will wither and burn to the ground until they are nothing but ghosts of ash. And I will piss on them for good measure. Release me now! Andre, for Christ's sakes, are you done? Start the ritual now. Brand him. Got it. <laughs> Wesley woke up screaming, his voice echoing off the hard rock walls surrounding him. After his confrontation with the monstrous mayor of Misereth, he, Moffat, and Vorin were escorted down into the bowels of the crumbling estate. His captors put him into a small cell, the bars of which were some strange fusion of obsidian and bone. He wasn't sure where they were keeping Vorin and Moffat. Beyond his cell were unknown devices, Savage chimeras of metal, flesh, wood, and blade. Wesley couldn't be sure, but he thought he saw the things subtly moving up and down, as if they were possessed of lungs, silently breathing beneath the night's shadows. Other strange features decorated the giant subterranean room, like bizarre suits hanging on the walls, lifeless things that resembled black beekeeper suits, their insides convulsing as if full of writhing snakes. Misshapen silhouettes seized and shook across the walls without anyone to cast them, as though the death throes of their once living hosts had somehow been preserved in shadow. The rest of the room lay shrouded in darkness, leaving Wesley's mind wheeling with terrible possibilities. He looked inward for his unwelcome companion. You've been awful quiet, except, uh, you know, when you're forcing me to say things against my will. What the hell was that up there? Silence was his only answer. But like last time, he got the sense that calculated decisions were being made, like a machine crunching numbers. Usually, it felt like a foul presence, a dirty thought almost, something that made him feel ashamed, filthy, but now it seemed honed in some way, predatory. Whatever it was, Wesley didn't care for it. Okay, well, maybe you'd like to address the little dream I just had. What the hell was that? Who were those people? A lash of pain jolted through his head, a psychic ache that immediately brought him to his knees. Wesley couldn't help but scream. Okay, I'll stop! The pain ceased, and quiet took the room. (laughs) You might be just as mad as I am. The voice came from the other side of the room. When Wesley looked over, a pair of silver orbs greeted him. They were two tiny moons suspended in a starless sky. 
Something about them captivated Wesley. He felt he could lose himself in their pearly luminescence. He tore his eyes away, afraid he might suddenly fall into their depths and careen into some bright new hell. He gathered himself and got up from the cold floor, inching his way over to the bars. Who... who are you? A neighbor, a friend, a guest in this wondrous palace. I've been a recipient of old Gothamir's hospitality for quite some time. And I have to say, I've never quite seen anything like you before. You must tell me what you are. You must, you must, you must. Similar to what he fell upstairs, a foulness hung about whoever, or whatever, he was talking to. The creature exuded it like a musk, an evil that stained the air, the whole room. He squinted to see if he could get a better look at him, see the shape that housed such vileness. But the darkness wouldn't give up its secret, so he talked in the direction of the two glowing orbs. I'm, um, I'm, I'm human. M m my name is Wesley. Human? I've never seen one of your kind before. But it is a great big world, isn't it? The prince's blood comes in all shapes and sizes. There is something about you, isn't there? Why, I don't smell his blood on you at all. How odd. How wonderfully odd. I'm not from here. I'm, I'm from a place called Earth. It's, it's a long story. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not going anywhere. Given that he was probably going to die, or worse, Wesley reiterated the story of his arrival, carefully leaving out details of a certain voice in his head. As he rehashed his experience, he could see those two silver eyes widening, hungry lights that ate the darkness around them. When he finished, the eyes came closer, and Wesley backed up despite the bars separating them. What a delightfully mysterious story. Normally I'd doubt such a tale, but, but you bear the fragrance of something alien. His blood truly does not reside within you. <laughs> so that, that bodes well for you. Wesley's heart jumped a bit at that last comment, suddenly thankful for the bars that separated them. You, um, you mentioned a name earlier, uh, Gothamir. Uh, who is that? Why, that's none other than our grand host, the master of the manor. You've met him if you're down here with me. This is where he likes to keep his trophies, after all. Wesley remembered the awful thing that spoke to him, all those tongues, mouths, and eyes. An abomination of body, and perhaps, a soul. Yeah, yeah, I believe I met him. <laughs> He's a petty thing. To become Lord of Misereth, you must grow into a ripe old age. They believe he's the closest to the prince's blood, less diluted. That's why I came here, you see. And that is why he keeps me in this cell instead of killing me. To prove he is the one who caught the infamous Blood Keeper. As I said, petty. A bloodkeeper? Ah, uh, is there a little moniker for me? It's quite an obtuse understanding of what I do. You see, they don't understand that for the serpent to be reborn, he must have a vessel, and that vessel must contain all the shades of his blood, his soul. It is said that when he fell, he bled all the hues of darkness, 
which then drowned the world and all that lived within it. As a result, all life was born anew, each reflecting a different shade of his darkness. But now is the time for the great calling, when all the tones of his blood must reunite into a single host. Unsure of how to respond, Wesley followed up with a question, if only to placate the thing. Uh, Well, if that's the case, why did they imprison you? All life wishes to perpetuate itself, my friend. In every shade of the serpent pines for dominance. Apotheosis. They don't realize they're only part of a greater whole. I have traveled across Gion, visited city after city, collecting, imbibing as I go. For this, I have been labeled a madman, a blasphemer, and a heretic. But such is my burden. Revelation is so often misunderstood. Wesley was beginning to realize what he was talking to. A serial killer. His specific pathology seemed predicated on this Prince of Snakes myth, seeing himself as a messiah. This kind of narcissism was just par for the course. But serial killers weren't what they used to be. Back home, he'd heard of the notorious exopaths running amok. Of course, they all had their catchy names. The Breathtaker, Jack Lantern, the Prince of Smoke. At the time, he dismissed the rumors that they possessed some kind of super-psychosis, an ability to bend reality to their sick delusions. But now, he imagined it was just another thing he was wrong about. He wasn't sure what this thing was, though. He had no idea what it was capable of. He knew those eyes weren't normal. They were like staring at the shiny black holes. They were staring at him now, expecting a response. So, how did you end up here? I was continuing my mission, of course. I suppose I could have taken the blood of any of Misereth's children, but I wanted to challenge myself. I, too, like trophies, and the blood of the eldest Miserithian would make a fine one. But alas, I underestimated the old fool, or his security, I should say. So here I am, in this dank little room, speaking with a being from another world. (laughs) But that's all about to change. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, I'm not imprisoned here. (laughs) No, no, no. I can leave any time I want. Ah, but I've been puzzled about what it all means. Was it the serpent's way of telling me I was wrong? Is it not yet time for the culling? I was waiting for a sign. Confirmation I was on the right path. And now you've come along. A visitor from another world. A survivor of a great darkness. What else could you be if not a message from the serpent himself? Wesley wasn't sure what labyrinthine logic the creature was applying. But he supposed the madman's psychology had to find a way to satisfy its urges eventually. Seeing a fellow prisoner, one from another world no less, was as good a godsend as any. Still... He didn't know if he should believe the thing's claim that it could leave at any time. Many a maniac made bold claims without ever having the ability to carry them out. That being said, those eyes of his, glittering things that they were, made Wesley believe the creature could make good on his word. Uh, How exactly can you leave? These bars are pretty thick. Bars cannot block the will of a god, my friend. They are merely false barriers... Ghosts pretending to be gates. I hear the blood calling to me again, 
like giant vermilion waves crashing across rocky shores. It won't be long now. You'll see. The thing's vague answer didn't inspire much confidence in Wesley, but he supposed he had little choice but to wait and see if the man's plan came to fruition. The two talked for about an hour or so, the infamous bloodkeeper telling him of his journeys, how he traveled to the city of Gastrazul and relieved one of its most prominent figures of his red burden. He did the same in other places, creeping from town to town, methodically delivering doom to his victims. But, of course, that's not the way he saw things. To him, they were all living fragments of a life, schizophrenic existences that needed to be pieced back into the original whole. The killer's modus operandi reflected this. He would cut open his victims and drink their blood in some ritualistic fashion, effectively rejoining the various shades of darkness the Prince of Snakes once flooded the world with. It was a beautiful concept in a sick and twisted way. It was a way of returning to the primordial and starting over. Rebirth. But, despite the creature's piousness, his stories carried undercurrents of pride and bloodlust. As with most divinely inspired psychopaths, the ceremony and ritual was just window dressing for a more rudimentary and visceral need. Murder. There was no doubt that cruelty was catharsis for this being, even if it was all in the name of divine intervention. Eventually, their conversation was interrupted by the groan of a heavy wooden door. A malformed shape shambled inside the room, dragging its weight like a crawling slug. But what it lacked in speed, it made up for in size, standing at least a head taller than Wesley and half again as wide. He couldn't get a good look at it, though as the fires flickering on that side of the room only afforded brief, vague glimpses of the thing. Finally, it made its way over to the other cell, where the pair of silver eyes that once beamed at Wesley suddenly averted. Your meal. Wesley could see the thing shove a platter between the bars. It was piled with gruel, some of it moving. The smell of it was nauseating, almost causing him to retch. You're too kind, Villick. Your generosity, well, it never fails to amaze me. The thing grunted and turned away when the creature behind bars called back its attention. There is one other matter. Suddenly, those silver eyes fixed on the lumbering thing, which went rigid, frozen. What were once two pinpoints of light became twin suns, their effulgence revealing the gruesome details of the giant prison keeper. Its body was flabby and tumorous, growth sprouting out of it like the tubers of an old potato. Its face was barely discernible, a myriad of tiny features squished between intervening layers of fat and randomly assorted teeth. But its eyes were transfixed, reflecting the silver sheen of the ones opposite them. Then the blood collector spoke. I believe I've spent enough time in this cage. If you kindly let me out, I'd be much obliged. The hulking thing moved groggily but concisely, shuffling over to a large lever jutting out of the floor and pulling it. The bars of the blood collector's cell retreated into the ceiling, the sound of bone meeting flesh whispering into the room. Wesley then heard the slow pronunciation of feet on cold rock, the owner of those eyes still indiscernible. 
The footsteps went in the direction of the idle hulk, its heaving breaths the only sound in the room. Then a whisper. Thank you, Philic. The voice of an unsheathed blade was quickly followed by the sounds of flesh parting and entrails splashing against stone. A loud thud echoed throughout the dungeon, followed by a pregnant silence. Wesley worried what horrors it might reveal next. The two incandescent spheres of his talkative new friend looked in his direction. They bobbed slightly to the rhythm of moving feet, growing closer. It was like watching a wolf approach on a cold, wintry night, its face masked by a tumult of falling snow, its eyes visible only by the moon's glare. The footsteps paused for a moment, and the racket of gears churning overtook the room. The bars in front of him slowly descended into the stone floor until a loud, resounding clang shook the room. The footfalls got closer, and the silver glimmer of those haunting eyes intensified. Then, just as they crossed the threshold of his cell, the firelight from the torches on the wall enveloped the thing in front of him. Before he had time to react, to scream, the thing spoke. Hello, Wesley. Grimland is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Stephen Anslone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld. Sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. And if you'd like to know more about Grimland and contribute to its nightmarish expansion, visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia where you can gain access to all sorts of art, mythology, stories, and more. For more information about Grimland and the world of Maltopia, visit us at maltopia.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.